0: Welcome to episode number six of the Hold Fast podcast where we have biblical truths for daily battles. My name is Kenny and I am the host of the podcast and we are diving today into a subject that was actually requested. Um, I put out a Facebook post months ago just asking what are some topics people would like covered in a podcast and uh, somebody suggested that we cover the armor of God. And it's actually something that I've thought about a lot lately so I thought that today we would dive into this topic. Now, um, a couple things, just um, some housekeeping stuff. Um, This podcast is being released a day late, I understand that. I'm sorry if you were looking forward to it yesterday. Um, We were on vacation this past week up in the mountains and enjoying it, had a great time, so um, I decided not to record a podcast last week because I wanted to be with my family and spend time with them. Um, And also, uh, the audio quality may be slightly different. Uh, I've moved or somebody actually uh, did me a huge favor and moved my podcast booth into my office and um, I don't know how the sound's going to be exactly in here so forgive me if the quality is a little poor but uh, that's okay we're gonna dive into this subject anyway today I think no matter what it should be clear enough so the armor of God Paul talks about this in Ephesians chapter 6 and so I want to read the first few verses here just before we start talking about the different pieces of the armor and talk about this Um, why is this important why does this matter Because as Paul's going to say, or as we're going to read Paul say in just a minute, our battle is not in this world. Our, Our battle is not ultimately political or in the physical realm. Our battle is ultimately spiritual. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. People are not our enemy. The devil is Satan and his minions his demons are at work in our world and trying to be at work against us against the cause of Christ and that is where our battle is at now certainly we live in this world and many times it can feel like we are battling against the people of this world but it is Satan who is at work in this world and trying to destroy the cause of Christ and so our battle ultimately our fight is against satan so when you hear christians talking about fighting if they're talking about fighting against anything or anybody other than satan they're missing the point of where the battle is supposed to be and so paul encouraging the church at ephesus in this says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. So finally, he's, he's talked so much about the gospel and what the gospel looks like in our lives. And now he's saying, look, I understand that you are in some difficult times. I understand you're in this world and you're wondering how in the world am I supposed to think through the issues around me? How in the world am I supposed to fight against the issues around me? And he says, finally then, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Man, I'm so glad he put that at the front of this section because as we talk about the armor of God, you may start to think this is all something that I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be the one fighting this battle. I'm a, I'm a soldier in the Lord's army and I need to be ready to fight and battle and go to war for him and, and fight against Satan and yes, but it's not in your strength. It's in his. Be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Elsewhere, Paul says, I'm going to boast of my weakness because it's in my weakness that I'm strong because it's not my strength, it's his. I'm going I'm to work for the Lord with, with all of the energy and strength that he provides me, not in the strength that I provide myself. So that's, man, that's something you got to remember as we move through the rest of this because that's foundational, that it's the strength of the Lord and his might, it's not ours. Verse 11 of Ephesians chapter six. Put on the whole armor of God. And that phrase is gonna come back again, so, so watch out for it. Put on the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand firm. That phrase pops up twice, put on the whole armor of God. That's really important as well because if you talk about the different aspects of the armor of God, don't prioritize one over the other. Now, you may, you may need to focus on, uh, focus on one aspect of the armor because that may be an area of weakness in your life, but you need to put on the whole armor of God. You can't go into battle and do this well without the whole armor of God. Now. What I love about the armor of God, and you'll see as we move through, none of the aspects of the armor of God, none of the pieces are the arm, of the armor of God are pieces that we provide ourselves. So again, this isn't your strength, this isn't your armor, this is the armor of God. Put on all of it because he has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing, including the armor of God. And so don't search within yourself to find these things. Search Christ and put your faith and trust in him for the armor of God, but put on all of it. So let's look at the different pieces of it. He says, uh, stand, therefore, verse 14, having fastened on the belt of truth. There's the first aspect of the armor that Paul lists for us, the belt of truth. I'll never forget the first time somebody asked a really obvious question about this passage. It was one of my professors, I believe, in college. Um, But I remember him asking, what does a belt do? It, It holds the rest of your armor together. Now obviously it, it holds your keeps your pants from falling down in today's uh, today's clothing but but the belt of of an uh, a suit of armor was meant to hold it all together to keep it from falling apart so truth is what that's what it does for us it keeps us from falling apart it keeps the rest of the armor secure because you can't you can't have the rest of the armor of God apart from truth because otherwise you're trying to make it up as you go we can't love one another as we're called to apart from truth. Christians talk about this all the time. And, and I, I know the heart behind it. We, we say we just need to love. We don't need to worry about all these this theology and all this truth stuff. We just, we just need to focus on loving one another. But if your truth and your doctrine are not grounded in the word of God, you're not gonna know what love is. You're not gonna know what the breastplate of righteousness is that we're gonna talk about. You're not gonna know what the gospel of peace is that we're gonna talk about in the rest of the armor of God. So have have fastened on you the belt of truth. This does not mean, I talk about this often, but this does not mean that you need to be a theologian by trade. It doesn't mean that you need to have every answer that the Bible provides, but it does mean that you need to study the word of God. It does mean that you need to know the truth. Not rely on your pastor to give you the truth, but to fasten on yourself the belt of truth that God provides. And the the beauty is he's given us truth through truth. The word of God. He's not left you to figure it out for yourself. He's not left you to come up with these concepts yourself, but he's given you truth. Fasten it on so that you can hold the rest of the armor together. Next piece, having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Protecting your heart, protecting your vital organs is righteousness. So as you stand before Satan and he's accusing you, you have the righteousness of Christ. It's not your own righteousness. And the breastplate also is on display for all to see. A lot of times it's the first thing that people see about you. And you don't want people to see your righteousness. You don't want your righteousness to protect you from the accusations of Satan. You want the righteousness of Christ. Again, none of this armor comes from within ourselves. This is all given to us by God himself. Put on the breastplate of righteousness. And as shoes for your feet, having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. I think this is maybe an allusion to that passage in Isaiah where Isaiah says, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news, of those who carry the gospel of peace with them. Readiness to go into battle with the gospel of peace. Make sure that you're not sitting on the sidelines. Make sure that you don't have the rest of this armor on, just protecting yourself from Satan, but you're not willing and ready to put the gospel of peace on your feet and march into battle carrying this gospel of peace. And I love that contrast there too. We're talking a lot about battle, but Paul reminds us that, that the gospel is one of peace, peace with God that we have been reconciled to God, that we now have peace with God once we were deserving of his wrath, but now he's reconciled us through Christ to himself. Be ready, be always ready to march with the gospel. So the question is, are you ready to do that? Let's make this practical again. I think many of us are ready. We're, we're, we're just chomping at the bit to engage in a political or social debate where somebody comes on Facebook or social media or even just in the public circle whether you're out eating or whatever they share they share an opinion that you don't like you're ready to jump in there to argue your point but are you ready to share the gospel if you meet somebody who has never heard of Christ or maybe they've heard of Christ but they've not believed are you ready to share the gospel I love that word that Paul uses having put on the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Be ready to march into battle with the gospel. Verse 16. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. The shield of faith. Again, this is a gift given to us by God Himself. It's not necessarily our faith. It is the gift of faith given to us by God. And we have the shield to extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one. As Satan casts doubt, as Satan brings false truths into our lives, we are ready to extinguish those darts with the shield of faith. We're ready to say that even though all of the world is going in one direction, even though some of my fellow Christians are going in one direction, chasing after myths and false prophecies and false truths, I'm going to extinguish those darts with the shield of faith in God and in his word. I'm going to trust that his way is better. I'm going to trust that his word is true, and I'm not going to be caught in the lie of the evil one, the shield of faith. Verse 17, and take the helmet of salvation. The most fatal wound that we can experience is a wound to the head, and Paul says the helmet that we wear is the helmet of our salvation. It's sure, and it will be ready to take any blow that comes your way. Nothing will be fatal to your faith. Nothing will be fatal to your salvation because you have the helmet of salvation. This is an assurance that we have. So now we talked about the armor of God, but we're now given, we're now given the weapons that we have. What are our weapons in this? It's not enough to go into battle and just be ready to endure blows. What are our weapons to be on, on the attack in this battle? Paul says, take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. This is your weapon in this battle. It's the word of God. And you need to know your weapon before you wield it. You can't just pick up a sword that you've never used before and be able to effectively go into battle. You need to be able to wield it well. You need to study to show yourself approved as a a worker of God, as somebody who's a student of the word. This kind of references back to the belt of truth, right? You can't go into battle without a belt. You can't go into battle without a sword. You need the truth of the word of God to be able to engage these things. And and let me say something else here. This weapon that we've been given, this is the only sword that we've been given in this, right? Is the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We We don't use our logic to fight against the schemes of the devil. We don't use our mind. We use the word of God. The word of God is sufficient. There's a lot of debates about a lot of different things going on in our society right now. And you might be wondering, who's right? Which side am I supposed to take? Where am I supposed to turn? And we're tempted often to just lean toward the opinions of our circle or the the camp that we've chosen to be in. But our weapon, the way we know how we're going to fight against the lies that we hear is the word of God. Now, some people say that's the only weapon that we've been given and, and you could interpret it that way but I think that Paul goes on and gives us actually one more weapon that we have here because he says in verse 18, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication. So we're given the sword of the spirit and we are given prayer. This, I mean it sounds like the biggest Christian cliche ever, right? Like what are your weapons? The word of God in prayer and you go duh, but what are my weapons? The word of God in prayer. When's the last time you've prayed about the chaos of our world? When's the last time you spent more time on your knees than on your keyboard or on your phone trying to battle these things? When's the last time that you've relied on God's power and God's strength to fight the battles that you find yourself in? And I'm, listen, it's easy to take this podcast and just apply it to the things that are going on in our world, but what about your own life? Think about the temptations that you face, the struggles that you face, Whatever suffering or problems or doubts that you might be facing right now, the way you battle those is the word of God and prayer. The way that you come up against those things that Satan is trying to use in your life for evil, you can take the word of God and prayer and see God turn those things around and use them for good. And I'm not saying that When you just open your Bible and pray that everything magically gets better, I'm saying that these are the weapons that you've been given to fight this battle and it's not in your own strength, it's in his. I'm saying that he's given you the whole armor of God so that even when the attacks come and the blows come, you are protected, you are secure. There's nothing that can snatch you out of the father's hand and you've been given the gospel, the readiness to go into battle with the sword of the spirit and with prayer to fight whatever has been thrown at you. And Paul wraps this up and says, to that end, keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. Be alert. Don't be lulled to sleep in this world. Don't just sit on the sidelines, but be alert and be ready to go into battle and pray for each other. So you are not only given the armor of God, but you've been placed in God's army with your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ to lock hands, to pray with one another, to, for all of us to wield the sword of the Spirit in prayer for all of us to wield the whole armor of God as the whole body of Christ so that we can extinguish the flaming darts of the evil one, so that we can come up against Satan and his schemes. So I pray that you would lean into this passage, maybe read it for yourself and ask yourself, where am I lacking in the armor of God? Have I neglected the belt of truth Have I forgotten about the breastplate of righteousness, the righteousness of Christ, or instead have I been relying on my own righteousness? Have I forgotten to be ready with the gospel of peace? Have I left that behind? Have I thought that I'm gonna fight these battles with my own strength and with my own weapons, or have I remembered that my weapons that have been given to me are the word of God and prayer? I mean, in some ways, this is Christianity 101, and I'm not not talking down to you in this, I'm reminding myself of this because it's so, so easy to get wrapped up in trying to fight our battles on our own. We fight our battles, whether they're out in the world or whether they're in our own minds, whatever it may be, we fight our anxieties, we fight our doubts, we fight our fears. We fight these lies that come into our minds with the armor of God, with prayer and with the word of God. So spend some time doing that today. Spend some time praying about the battles that you find yourself facing. Spend some time praying for our world and your own life. Whatever you do, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand firm. Thanks for listening. As always, uh, this one went uh, just a few minutes over time today, um, but there were some thoughts that were in my mind and I wanted to share with you. Um, If you've got something you want us to talk about, uh, that's what this episode was. It was something that was suggested by somebody else. Let me know. Uh, If you got my number, text me or email me. Uh, My email is Roberts at missionwaychurch.org. I would love to hear from you. I would love to do an episode on something that you need. I'm looking at having a few guests on in the near future, so be on the lookout for that. Um, I may also, because I released this episode a little bit later in the week, I may, if I have some time, release a second episode this week just to kind of make up for that. Um, But maybe not. may just be next Monday that it drops again. Um, But would love as always be honored if you would take the time to share this or leave a rating and review uh, wherever you're listening to this at that helps other people see it as well Um, but uh, thanks again for your time and until next time god bless